Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Today's episode of Soul Talk, we are diving into the topic of self-sabotage. I'm going to be sharing some keys to overcoming self-sabotage. Let's dive in, folks. Why do we hold ourselves back? Why do we hold ourselves back from doing things that we know is good for us? Many times we want to move to that next level, that relationship. Yet we keep getting in our own way. We keep blocking our success. As human beings, we all, all have had the experience of self-sabotaging to some degree. It might be making a, a, a promise or commitment to yourself to exercise, but you don't. It might be screwing up a perfectly good relationship as just as things seem to be getting serious and you're getting more intimate and close with someone. It might mean uh, just getting in your own way of, 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 of taking care of yourself, self-care habits, eating what's right. We've all done it at some point, but it becomes a problem when self-sabotaging behavior becomes a consistent pattern. This is when it becomes an issue. But I think when we can really understand self-sabotage and have some perspective on it, it can transform your relationship with it because it's so easy to get mad at ourselves when we self-sabotage and beat ourselves up and judge ourselves. But what we have to understand is when we judge ourselves and when we're hard on ourselves and when we beat ourselves up, we just tend to perpetuate the very self-sabotaging behaviors that we are trying to change. We keep ourselves more stuck. So where in your life do you currently self-sabotage, folks? You see, self-sabotage is or can be viewed of as perhaps a, a way of thinking or a pattern of thoughts or behaviors that you engage in often without conscious awareness, but sometimes even consciously that blocks your achievement of goals. Maybe it might manifest as procrastination as an example, or perhaps uh, drinking, or knowing that you're not going to feel great, or lack of preparation, or substance abuse in the form of some drugs that you know not going to have a great effect in your body. Maybe it means giving up right before you're about to achieve a goal or you know, uh, avoiding certain responsibilities, breaking promises, especially to yourself, breaking those commitments to yourself that you know you know you need to honor. It might mean, ultimately, it just means not doing what you know is good for you, what is in your best interest. So sabotage. You know, we've all had those moments where maybe, let's say, uh, you had a very important meeting or an exam or job interview, 
the night before, you stayed up late watching YouTube videos, you went out partying with friends, knowing, knowing that you were going to have something important the next day. And this was kind of an unconscious way of sabotaging yourself. Maybe it's, it's, it's that knowing where you meet someone in relationship and they're a really great person. You get closer and closer and closer and closer to them. The closer you get, the more you start acting strange, pushing them away, creating arguments. You basically start sabotaging the relationship as a self-protective mechanism. And so what we tend to do is see self-sabotage as something very bad. And whilst the effect of self-sabotage obviously doesn't bring you closer to your goals and isn't necessarily positive, what we have to understand is that self-sabotage is actually un underlying self-sabotage. There is a positive intention. In fact, underlying every behavior is a positive intention. There is a part of us that is trying to get us something that is positive, but the way we're going about it through self-sabotage is not positive, is not productive. So self-sabotage is usually a protective mechanism that is created in order to keep you safe from potential danger or harm. Self-sabotage is a protection mechanism because we're often, we often as human beings, gravitate towards safety and security and what's familiar to us and what's familiar to us is what our psyche considers safe and so often when we're moving in a direction of the unknown even if it's good for us we will often sabotage ourselves our brain signals danger our brain signals you know safety is 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 perhaps we're going into an unknown territory and we block and we sabotage ourselves with certain behaviors that bring us back down to our familiar sense of self and our familiar sense of safety. Even if what's familiar to us isn't great, at least we know the level and, and the level that we are currently at is what we know it's manageable because we know it. And so we self-sabotage. When you understand that underlying every behavior is a positive intention, it starts transforming your relationship to self-sabotage. And that's the key. And so I think what is really important in the beginning of the conversation is to start reframing your narrative and your perspective around self-sabotage. That would be the first thing. When you can shift your perception, understanding, and see self-sabotage in a different way, it transforms how you relate to yourself rather than beating yourself up, rather than judging yourself, rather than making yourself not enough, rather than being harsh on yourself. And you stop viewing self-sabotage as something bad and yourself as something bad and not enough. You can start meeting yourself with some spaciousness and some compassion and some curiosity. And when you can meet yourself with some understanding and compassion of the underlying positive intention, which is to keep you safe, then you can begin working through your fear, but you can begin to bring loving and compassion to that part of yourself that is scared. Usually when you sabotage, you are scared. And, 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 and when you're able to shift and step back out of judgment and understand that, oh, I'm scared, and this is why I am 
putting the brakes on. I'm, I'm maybe afraid of losing the weight because then I might be uh, fit and healthy and I might be seen of seen as attractive. And as much as I want to be seen of as attractive by the opposite sex, that might scare me because when I was young, inappropriate things happened, abuse happened. And so sometimes if I can be unhealthy, unattractive, overweight, then I won't be seen as attractive. And that can be a protective mechanism. And so often, folks, there's so many unconscious self-protective mechanisms inside of us that are running us. So ask yourself. You can even speak to the part. You can ask yourself, what is the positive intention of this part of me that is self-sabotaging? What is it trying to get me? How is it trying to protect me? What is the positive intention of the part of me that is self-sabotaging? When you can understand that, then you can begin relating to the saboteur in you. You can start relating to that self-sabotaging aspect with love. You can just hold it and nurture it and hug it and love it and allow that aspect of you to feel safe by providing the safety and the compassion to it because healing happens when you bring loving to those parts of yourself that are hurting. And those parts of yourselves that are hurting are often the parts of yourselves that will sabotage. The other thing that you can do, folks, especially as you have some understanding of your motivation, is you can just begin to observe. Just begin to observe your reaction. Begin to observe what triggers you. Begin to observe what activates your fear. Begin to observe what situations trigger your, 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 your lack of feeling safety. And you might start noticing, oh, whenever I'm in this situation, whenever I'm around this person, whenever I go into this environment, whenever I have to give a presentation, whenever I need to meet around this group of people or this scenario, this tends to activate my fear. And as a self-protective mechanism, ah, whenever I have to go into a situation, when I have to perform. So if you start start observing yourself with awareness, paying attention to your reaction and responses without judgment, rather than unconsciously hitting the self-sabotaging button. So if you know that you're going to be giving a speech tomorrow, if you know that you have an important meeting in front of your colleagues tomorrow, and you start becoming aware that that is what tends to trigger. And so, for instance, rather than Given the speech tomorrow, perhaps the night before, you'll sabotage yourself so that you can either call in sick and not do it or that, or, or that you do the presentation. But, but this way, you do it at such a mediocre level that you don't have to like put yourself fully on the line. So this way, if you're rejected, if you're not, if your presentation isn't fully received, you can always have a part of you that feels the comfort in knowing that you were sick. See, this becomes a, a self-protective mechanism from experiencing the pain of rejection. Because if you put yourself out there and you go for it and you give everything and perhaps the presentation isn't fully received, that hurts more. So observe your patterns and start becoming aware of the triggers to your fear, the triggers to your fear, which activate self-sabotaging patterns and start observing what type of self-sabotaging methodologies and activities you start doing? Do you drink? Do you eat? Do you smoke? Do you start creating arguments? Awareness is key. 
awareness is key. Because in the moment that you become activated, if you're conscious and aware, you can step back. You can breathe. Once you step back and breathe, then you can come into the present moment. Because when we're triggered and activated, we're not in the present moment. Often we become very young. We're age five, we're age four, we're age seven. So when you breathe with awareness, you come back into the present moment. That's when you can then come into your body and bring loving to yourself. So for instance, maybe in a relationship, you push people away. You sabotage the relationship. The relationship's going well. You're getting really close. You're getting really close. You're getting really close. And you know, relationship tends to bring up our deepest unresolved fears. And so if you're someone who, let's say, has a fear of abandonment in relationship, maybe a self-sabotaging pattern. But here's the thing. If it's unconscious, you won't be aware. But maybe a self-sabotaging pattern is you get really close to someone you really like, and then you... Let's go a bit extreme. Perhaps you cheat on your partner. This way, you don't get to be the one that's left. You get to do the one that's leaving. You get to leave first. You get to leave first rather than feel the pain of possible rejection. Because if you go deeper and you open your heart, you open your heart, you open your heart, then the deeper vulnerability of being left gets heightened. And so often as a way to not deal with that deeper vulnerability, I'll just cheat. I'll just do something to push them away. So awareness is key. So if you can then acknowledge for, for in that example, really, I'm afraid of abandonment. Then you can actually deal with that fear. Then you can hold that in the child. Then you can love that in the child. Then you can bring compassion, loving, healing to that inner child inside of you rather than unconsciously acting out and pushing your partner away. And, and the changes don't have to be massive or overnight. It's a process. So lastly, as a reinforcement, or I would say the next key as, a, as something that, that is very important is to bring loving and compassion to the part of you that's hurting. So yes, Awareness, observation, and bring loving and compassion, speaking to your inner child, communicating with that part of you. You can engage in loving, compassionate, positive self-talk, and you can communicate to that part of you, that aspect of you that is afraid. And as you can start communicating to that part, this way you can start cultivating a relationship with that part of you. Because often as children, parts of us split off. Parts of us as young kids learn to split off in order to, to, to develop certain coping mechanisms to deal with reality, which is very difficult. It was difficult to feel abandoned. So then we learn to push people away we develop these unconscious self-sabotaging mechanisms so that we don't feel the pain again. So if you can then start to communicate to those parts of you, start having a dialogue with those parts of you, start developing trust and re-educating those parts of you, letting those parts of you know that now is not then. 
through positive self-talk, through compassionate understanding, through compassionate energy, and through self-loving. And bringing loving to that inner child is key. And so, folks, when you understand the, the root of self-sabotage, because it can be complex, when you understand that self-sabotage is your brain's way of trying to protect you from emotional pain, and, and so the intention is positive, the methodology is limited, that it's no longer serving you, and staying stuck in that way of being is a very sort of primitive, limited way of living that you can become conscious and aware of your patterns and learn how to relate to yourself with loving so that you can bring healing to those parts of yourself so that you can show up differently with yourself and in the world. You have the power to set yourself free and you have the power to unlock the lock, you have the key to heal yourself. And once you become aware, once you know differently, you can choose differently. Love yourself. Let's start there. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's short episode, the Soul Talk podcast, how to deal with self-sabotage. Do me a favor, folks, send this episode to anyone in your life that you feel would truly, truly benefit. Spread the word, share this with them. And I can't wait to connect with you in next week's episode of Soul Talk. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.